It's Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here. Fall is here. That means the leaves are changing. They're falling down. It's beautiful. You can go to certain areas, mountainsides, and see some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sights. I guess I need to do something like that. I love fall. We got Halloween coming up. We've got live events with George Norrie with with these neat live events as well with Halloween. And just it's just football season. Oh man, I love it. You gotta love fall, right? It's really, really nice. But man, I was just not ready for summer to be over yet. <sighs> oh well. Oh, well, open lines happening now. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to uh, join me sometime on a live investigation, I go to hauntings. I go to uh, up to the Rockies, uh, Bigfoot, S- Strange Lights. And these are live investigations that you go with me. And it's virtual. And what's cool is uh, that my show's Blue Rock Talk. We go to creepy hotspots. And while we're there, everybody, you know, it's live. So our blue rockers in there. You'll be a blue rocker in the community. It's not one oh one. It's not a podcast. This is real deal stuff. This is real research happening. The people in the live chat, the blue rockers, there's people with all sorts of abilities. So, you know, I'm there and maybe somebody else may be there too. And, and then other things are there too. And people in the live chat are like, Hey, you got something to the left. You got something to the right. And, and it's usually matched right with what's going on. It's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely amazing. We learn a lot. And uh, you might like that, too. If you're into it that deeply, well, that's this is the real McCoy. This is not 101. So that's Blue Rock Talk. And you can go learn more at ConnieWillis.com. So open lines continuing here. And and I know somebody that's on the line. I don't know how he always gets through, but I gotta say hi to him. I just I gotta say hi. So you know where we're going. Wildcard line number five. Cornelius, how do you always get through? What is the deal with that? Look, I'd be praying to get through there, Miss Connie Willis. <laughs> Me and Tommy Danheiser were just talking. The lovely Louise, our reincarnated Cleopatra, hadn't called in for a long time, and she's from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh-huh. And she said she dated the greatest Muhammad Ali. Oh, so I hope Cassius everybody Clay. in Louisville, if y'all know the lovely Louise, tell her we miss her. We don't want to have her disappear like Annie from Alabama because nobody from Alabama knows where <laughs> Annie is. Now, you know, my dad, my dad, when my dad was alive, he used to sit at a park bench, he would go uh, get up really early in the morning. I, I think it was Seneca Park. It may not be that one, but I think it was Seneca Park. And he would sit at a bench and he would wait for, at the time, Cassius Clay to run by in his sweats, you know, just, you know, doing his uh, exercise and, and his working out. Golly, that's a good story there, Connie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had an uncle that was in Louisville because my dad was from Lexington, Kentucky. And um, just like you, he, he knew him as Cassius Clay because he's one of, related to the Henry Clays and stuff of Kentucky. Mm, so right. That's yeah. a long story. We're not going to go into that. Well, you know, he was fighting as Cassius first and then, you know, later changed yeah. his name and all that. So, yeah. So it's kind of like Prince. And then yeah. when he was a symbol or something, right? Yeah. He was the symbol. Yeah. But let me say what I'm going to say, and then I'm going to go on. Um, Just like Joe, 
I just don't believe in reincarnation, but I do do believe in demonic attack. And just like I tell everybody, I'm the God, guns, and gold man, the Bible, bullets, and beans man, telling everybody to get ready. Uh, Connie, for the last two or three weeks, because I told George, I just felt real bad. And if you read Paul in the Bible, he had this thorn in his side. So it could have been the side of his head where Satan was trying to get a hold of him. And you can see where a lot of people are committing suicide. I call them the satanic suicides and demonic depression or devil's depression because you have two gods. That's the God of this world, which is the devil, and then the God of all the worlds, which is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and the Son, of course, is Jesus Christ. But I believe this uh, AI, I think it's instead of artificial intelligence, it's antichrist intelligence. And just like your uh, previous guest, Anthony Sanchez, this is a non-human thing that's coming out and everything. It can be used for good. I look at Elon Musk. He says he's going to start putting chips in everybody, and he can make the blind see and the lame walk. I think that's the mark of the beast coming. As long as it's voluntary, if people want to take it, that's fine. But once they start forcing people to take things, then that's where we're going to have a problem. And if you look, Biden has this thing called the digital dollar that he wants to put out. And uh, people just need to be aware of it. We've gone cashless here at the Coliseum and stuff in Alexandria, Louisiana. So I don't know how many other places have gone cashless. But we need to be aware. Just read the Bible. Read Revelation, Daniel, Luke 21. And Matthew 24. And I think the aliens are really the fallen angels, but they could be God's angels too. So those are the only two aspects. But Connie, thank you for giving me the time. Oh, let me tell you one more thing before I get off the air. If you go to YouTube, look up Cornelius Lawson White. I'm at a city council meeting August the 8th. I'm speaking, but you'll hear a demon or something growling in the background. So go to Cornelius Lawson White, YouTube, August the 8th, Alexandria City Council meeting. Hear the demon, Connie. Well, wait a minute. I got to ask I got to ask you something. You're an eater. You like to eat. You like good Cajun food. You like southern food. You like you got it going on. Was it your stomach? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. It was no grumbling, okay. no stomach. All right. Even here, it's an audible growl and stuff. And it, it's unbelievable. So you listen to it and you tell me. Because okay. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I've been under demonic depression just like uh, Joe from Monterey. Because he, he said it on the air a couple of weeks ago. So it's well, real. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to listen to that growl, make sure it's not your stomach. Okay. All right. Thanks, Cornelius. Thanks for calling in. Let's go wild card line number two. Continue with open lines. Talk to Ed out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Hello there, Ed. You are on Coast to Coast AM. Hey, honey. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the call. I was wanting to ask him a couple of questions. One thing I, too, have thought about going back 150 years. We, we were horse and buggy. We had nothing. 
Yeah, uh, I know. tried to come along like Marconi. He had to leave Italy. They were wanting to put him in an insane asylum at 19 or 20. The genius was going to invent the uh, wireless, and he had to go to England to do it. Uh, uh, Madame Curie discovered radium, and if we went back in time and tried to warn her and say, take that rock out of your pocket, it's going to kill you. There's invisible stuff going into your body. They'd put you in an insane asylum. I mean, look how fast we have had to accumulate knowledge. It's unbelievable, like he says. It's got to be some sort of alien connection, you would think, to come up with all of these incredible changes in such an eye blink of time historically. The thing I wanted to ask him was about uh, 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 Sitchkin, his book, uh, uh, The 12th Planet. Uh, he was wanting to know what's going on. I think it pretty much starts with that. I'm sure you're familiar with the book. Um, no, I'm not. John, Jeremiah Siskin, The 12th Planet. You need to get that book. Well, write it. Let's see. Let me write it down. Siskin. You can just Google you know, you, it. You, you should... The Twelfth Planet, Jeremiah Siskin. Let me tell you, my uncle was head of Foreign Eastern Language at Harvard. He graduated number one in his class at an Ivy League school. He spent many years nice. in China and got some key people out when World War II started from Korea and all. He's in Wikipedia. And there's a billion and a half people over there in Asia, and they find Mongolian tablets... Uh, I mean, he's passed away now, but I mean, when they when he was active, they would find 3,000-year-old Mongolian tablets, and they couldn't even read them. They, they were Asian, and, and they'd dust them, bring them to my uncle, he'd dust them off and translate them. Now, this gave me great respect for people that translate things, which is what Jeremiah Sitchkin did. He was a language expert. At 11 years old, he started arguing with his Jewish scholar at 11. He was so confident. He, he was telling him, you're, you're not understanding the Jewish language historically properly and so <clears throat> what i like connie is these people are not emotional they are just reading what they see down on the rocks or however and, and if, if it's in something permanent like a rock it's pretty important and so <clears throat> he he uh just read what it was that that's that a planet that comes around here about every three thousand years around our solar system and they're two brothers, and they were battling for control. They lived many, many more years than we do. And they came down here, and they made a lot of us into sort of slaves to dig gold in Africa for them. They don't use gold as money. They do something with the gold and change it to a white powder where it's uh, very valuable as a resource. But they are always battling for control. And uh, supposedly now they're coming back, and they're on the verge of being back here. And uh, but you need to read the book because are you uh, talking Planet X? Are you talking about Planet X? No, I'm I'm not. I'm talking really? about his, the planet he talks about that comes around every three thousand years. And and basically uh, the other one, what's going on is you, you've seen the Georgia Guidestones. You, you see those, right? You saw mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, they want like five hundred million people on the Earth at one time. See, one of the brothers thinks we're, that we're ruining the earth, and, and they're trying to depopulate the heck out of us, is the theory. And the other one uh, wants to let us be and kind of let the earth be a museum and, and let us uh, make our own way. So, um, and I, I won't say any more than that, but there's a whole lot more going on with that behind the scenes and all. And, and one thing that bothers me a little bit is if the government's starting to want to bring out the alien connections and saucers and things, 
you got to worry why are they doing it. Are they trying to uh, scare us into thinking uh, as a way to control us that that, uh, that we could be invaded and in, in trying to, you know, uh, to me, there's they're up to no good. <laughs> well, Ed, I appreciate the phone call, and uh, I I also agree with that. And I wonder, I wonder what we don't know yet that people here on our planet, military government, whoever it is, you know, all the people that know the tech 20 years ahead of time. Uh, I was told it's no longer that distance, that it's a lot, uh, that distance is no longer 20 years in advance that they have technology already already there. They said that, that those years have uh, decreased because it just keeps coming so quick, the technology. So, but I wonder what is ahead that they already know, our people, that we don't know yet. It's just absolutely amazing. I, I can't even keep up with what's going on with the internet. I'm having to change. You know, I have my own online business with Blue Rock Talk and and doing my own live streaming show. And the 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 servers changed, the platforms changed, and and everybody has to keep up with everybody. And it's a constant change. I just had to get a new computer just to keep up with it, so that I can keep pumping out the shows. It's it's just absolutely crazy. And I don't know where everybody else. How are all these kids, by the way, able to afford new phones and new computers every year when they came out? Come out. I mean, like iPhone uh, 15 is coming out this this weekend, right? I guess it maybe even right now. Um, how do people get new computers every year and new phones and new devices like that? I I I guess I miss that boat on there. I, I don't understand. It is just absolutely crazy. It is just going so fast. Let's go uh, east of the Rockies and talk to Pete out of Florida. Hey there, Pete. You're on the air. Hello, Pete. Are you not there? Well. Okay, so let's go wild card line number number one. Talk to Joe out of the Bronx. Hey there, Joe. Hey, how are you doing, Connie? I'm good. How's it going? Uh, it's going okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Anthony Sanchez uh, was a uh, an important guest. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to. Now you mentioned Dulcie, and you were there. Um, yeah. What's your speculation on it? My speculation is that it's an interdimensional portal, uh, portal mm-hmm. uh, that uh, features an alternative reality. And what's your speculation? You know, there's. We all know. Everybody knows Skinwalker Ranch. Um, now, um, what is it? The Bradshaw Ranch, but. Comb Keller, one of the guys that work with Bigelow and part of the Skinwalker Ranch, he had told me years ago, he said, Connie, these places are everywhere. Now, I grew up with a haunted house, and, and I, I dealt with things all my life in different parts of the world. I move around a lot, and with radio and TV, you kind of move around a lot. And these thing, these places are everywhere. Um, so Dulce is another place with all sorts of stuff happening. Um, when I was there, I just know that each time we were run out, you know, a lot of times you can go to a place and it'll take a while before maybe you get some activity, uh, or, or not, but the, the places that, that get activity very quickly, you want to keep going back and learning. At least, at least I do. But, uh, but Dulcie, man, you just, you just want to get out of Dodge. Uh, and that's exactly what happened each time there were just so much activity so quickly and to where it was pressured to leave. So I, I, I don't know, you know, that 
I love Philip Schneider. I mean, you got to love Philip Schneider, right? And his stuff. Um, and, you know, he talked about that area too. And there's just so much information about underground base there and talking about talking with the people that live there and what they say that they see all the time. So do I believe in underground bases? Well, I know that I've seen tunnels that we ourselves have made that were unbelievable underground. The mega caverns right there in Louisville, Kentucky, unreal. If you just see those man-made, unbelievable. What Philip Schneider talked about years ago, talked about like the same kind of thing. So do I think there's a, I think there's absolutely a possibility of bases, whether they're ours or something else. But, man, I, I can't deny Philip Snyder. Can you? Good stuff, right? Are yeah, you still with certainly. me? Yes, I What'd am. What do you think of Philip yeah, Snyder? I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry? Do you remember Philip Snyder? Uh, vaguely, but uh, can you elaborate on him? Yeah, he would talk about the underground bases. And he was a foreman, and he was talking about the machines that cut the tunnels. Right. Uh, and he talked about, you know, they were he he was upset that they didn't tell us a, that they didn't tell him and his group about the base uh, because as they were creating our bases, all of a sudden some aliens fell down, boom, 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 and there was a shootout and crazy stuff like that. You'll have to check him out if you haven't. Well, <laughs> Connie, what about the Denver airport? That was rumored yeah. to have underground uh, tunnels and bases uh, that were military-related. Yeah, so that's not far from me. And uh, there's a big horse stallion that's there. It's got, yes. got the red eyes and all that kind of thing. So um, the very first time I was ever in the Denver airport, this was years ago, and I knew nothing about the bases at the time uh, or any conversation about that. And when I was in there, I just know I felt really strange. I didn't like it. I didn't know what was going on. I, I saw weird pictures on the wall, uh, strange pictures, and places leading nowhere. It just, just didn't make sense. That's what I picked up. Then later I heard about the bases. And, man, can I tell you, yeah, there's something weird there. Anyway, stay with us. Open lines. Connie Willis on Coast to Coast AM. It's Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here. Hope you're having a good evening, enjoying the music, the trivia, the fun time, and open lines. In fact, we're going to go ahead and hit the phone lines here quickly and see what we can talk about tonight. Wildcard line number five, Ruth. Hey there, Ruth out of Maryland. Mm, I'm a crab lover. I love blue crab. That's my favorite. Yes, Maryland is for crabs. Hi, Connie. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for taking my call. It's the first time I've got to talk to you, and I've been really wanting to talk to you because you know the most about the dog man. And Mm. I have a dog man story for you. Um, It's pretty interesting, and I have a comment, a story, and then a question for you. Um, First of all, I personally believe that the dog man is – Possibly a werewolf, a person that's just so totally possessed that they actually have a metamorphosis. And when I was younger, in my 20s with my first husband, he was kind of very strange, and he would stay up all night. um, And he didn't even sleep upstairs with me in the bedroom. And 
I don't even know what he was doing at night, what he was getting into or dabbling in. But anyway, one night I heard, I had a lot of animals at the time. I also had two potbelly pigs, had a potbelly pig, a dog, and some cats. And, <laughs> and anyway, I heard these very loud, loud noises, growling and snarling noises. I mean, it was really horrific. And I heard it downstairs, and I knew it wasn't one of my animals. I knew it wasn't any animal that I've ever, ever heard before. So... The next morning, I asked him about it. You know, when I the next day, I, I asked him, I said, what? I said, I heard a bunch of noises down here last night, growling and snarling. I said, what? I said, what What was going on? What was that or whatever, you know? And he tried to tell me that it was my it was the animals. So I thought, huh, I don't think so. So the next night, I put all the animals in the bedroom with me, all of them. And then I heard it again. I heard the same noises again, the growling and snarling. I wasn't even about to go downstairs to see what, what, what it was. But I definitely heard it. And then this is what's really strange, okay? The next morning I asked him again, okay, what, what was going on? Don't even try to tell me that it was the animals because they were all in the bedroom with me. And do you know what he said to me, Connie? He looked at me very, very solemnly. And said, I don't know, Ruth. He said, I think I was fighting the beast within myself. Ooh. So I just want to know your comments on that and your opinion. Ooh. Yeah, it was oh. kind of, I thought you'd probably laugh about that one. Well, I'm, I'm glad he's your ex. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see why he's your ex. years after that to leave him, but yeah. Oh, um, interesting. It's, no, um, you know, Paul Sinclair out of the U.K., he talks about, um, you know, especially the UK people, they, they, they know werewolves, you know. And so he would say dogman and werewolves are the same. And um, Cryptid559, who's been on here before and is a blue rocker, yeah, he, um, he has actually seen a dogman in front of him and saw the whole body and he uh, reluctantly, I, I remember asking him the question. He wasn't going to say it at first, but then I had asked him something in reference to if it was wearing anything or something like that. But anyway, he told me, he said it had uh, shorts and they were ripped up shorts. So, mm. uh, you know, we were talking about how it was a man and, did that werewolf thing where it metamorphed into metamorphed. something and tore off his clothes. Yeah. So yeah. isn't that interesting that there's at least a couple things that kind of mention what you're talking about. However, wow. Being married to one. Woo girl. Yeah. And, then, and I'm surprised <laughs> he actually admitted that, that he actually said that to me or whatever, you know? Oh but, man. Oh, I, 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 I wanted to you about that. I want to throw some Scooby snacks, you know, jokes out and, you know, did he, did he grab for those along the way? Was he eating the dog food once in a while? You know, I want to play around with some jokes, but I won't. Yeah, I'm curious what, if I would have came downstairs, what would I would have wow. seen, you know, what I've seen, what you just kind of described. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering if, if you ran into one of these and, and if, you, if they tried to hurt you and you and you killed it, would it turn back to, I guess it would change back to its original human form. Well, man, I, I saw a Michael Jackson video that did something similar to that. Um, you know, you. Uh, I'm glad that you pulled the animals up the second night. 
so that you could differentiate that it wasn't your animals at all. And he was doing something weird to them too, you know? That's what I'm thinking. Right. But, uh, you know, there's people that say these things are aggressive. Run when you see one. And and if you do see one, it's probably the last thing you see. And then there's a whole bunch of other people that say they are the nicest, kindest teachers in the world. So I don't believe that after if you if you could hear the, the growling and the snarling, no, I don't I don't believe that at yeah. all. Yeah. Wow. I could sense wow. that it was totally evil. Well they say with the Bigfoot that there's some that are uh extraterrestrial and there are some that are not. And uh you know, I I don't know, but there's another piece of the puzzle we will put down. So thanks for calling right. in. I, I, I don't believe that... the Bigfoots are the same as a dog man. I think they no. are different, you know. No. They are different, but but the fact that some people say that some are this way and some are that way, that's just like maybe the dog man, some are this way, some are that way too. I think they're all, they seem to all be different. Uh, they seem to all be individualistic behavior wise, but there's some different looking things out there too. Oh my gosh, there's people that see, you know, pig man as well. I mean, there's. Who knows? But you know what? I'm glad you're okay, and thank you for that story and, and the courage to tell it because it's it's not easy to tell these things. When we were talking, uh, so thanks for your call. It's open lines. Continue to call in, everybody. You know, it was interesting, too, earlier when um, Anthony was with us, and he was talking about how the military guys don't want to say what they see a lot of times because they would they would be reprimanded. Yeah, that word. I can't say it. I'm, by the way, I've been doing well with a cold. Uh, maybe you've noticed or not noticed, but I've done pretty well. But there's some words I can't say. But um, they would lose their gigs, right? They would that – that would be it. And demoted, whatever. But that's the same thing that happens to civilians. It's it. Hey, you want to know how hard it is to get extra work or different work? When you talk about UFOs and Bigfoot for a living, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm raising my hand. I can tell you all about it. So uh, uh, I'm glad that when you guys do call in, it takes a lot of courage to do that. And I appreciate that you give the stories that you do. Let's go west of the Rockies, talk to Michael out of California. Hey there, Michael. You're on the air. Howdy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm having... I'm, I've been having a lot of success lately, yeah. um, but I, it's more what you want to know. Because for a lot of your topics, I have data, documentation, and I'm under no oaths of secrecy. Oh, okay. So, for instance, um, I have pictures of the inside of Dolce Labs out of New oh. Mexico. I've How'd you get those? The attacks. Let's just say espionage is a hobby. Okay. And that was... Half joking, but mainly I like to stay in the loop. And I have contacts that give me huge amounts of information. For instance, on um, one of the NFT platforms today, a dossier containing 460 pages proving the existence of basically not only the secret wealth that funded the Federal Reserve in the first place, but it's coming due. And that's what the brick currency thing is happening. No, the dollar won't collapse overnight. It's in phases. But the dossier containing all this information is listed as an NFT right now. Mm. 
Um, and uh, I, as for me, I'm, I do research. I, I make sound frequencies that are made to alter a person's DNA positive in a positive way. Um, and that's my life's work. However, I like to stay well-informed. So what do you want to know? Wow, I like the frequency thing because that's like the answer to everything. I'm, I, it's, been a, it's been a real chore getting it to catch on because I try to make music to heal. For instance, what most people don't know about the vaccine is there's an 18 gigahertz octave frequency. It's a delayed trigger. It doesn't kill somebody immediately. There's a frequency that they can play through the towers. And I'm aware I'm risking myself by saying this on air. Honestly, yeah, so let's so let's stay know. away. Let's stay away from let's stay away from the political kind of things. Let's go back to the alien UFO kind of stuff, so that you'll there be a little a safer. In, in that regard, than people realize. I'm sure. Um, many people are familiar with the Palladians and the like, but then there's the Lyrians. Now, some it's like anything. There are good ETs and bad ETs, but we cannot judge them by our standards. No. They've evolved to a completely different environment. They are not us. Exactly right. They are not us. And people people continue to think like humans when they try to theorize what these are doing. <laughs> so I agree with you. I have reincarnated here many times. And... Humanity once had an enlightened state of consciousness. There were 200 individuals of the top echelon in Atlantis that built a pyramid that should have never been built that was made to enslave people using the Merkaba. Those 200 are referenced in our modern-day mythology and literature as the 200 original fallen. But But not all the people there were bad. But that but we have fallen so far as a species, we 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 have we're so far away from where we once were, and I would like to see us regain our former glory, not pretend we're the most advanced species we've ever been, because that's just not true. So, Michael, um, how can I get you to call in at another time where we can talk with you a lot more? Um, why, don't you, why don't you contact I, I, you me? Have, and, you have my text. I sent you. Oh, oh. I text you my email. Oh, okay. Okay. I sent Do you that. a bunch of pictures of documents, by the way, in uh, your text. Okay. Line. Okay. Are you under Michael? Under Michael. Okay. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I just... um released a book, Meditations for the Superhuman Mage. Oh. And I would love to do a segment with you. I'm willing to give you full disclosure. And if you look at the text stream associated with our number, you'll see an abnormal number of pictures, some of them inside Dolce Labs, some of Excellent. them of the secret financial documents of the deep state. And you're free to use them however you wish. Okay, so you got you you sent that to me. I sent it to you via text from the same oh. number I'm calling on right now. Oh well, okay. We'll send it to Connie at ConnieWillis.com. Connie at ConnieWillis.com. An email, right? There you go. 
So thank you. Thank you. I'm going to have to let you go here, but thank you for that. I appreciate that. We'll, we'll take a look at what you have and that, cause that sounds like a show. That doesn't sound like a question. That sounds definitely like a show. And I appreciate that. Let's see if we can't grab one quick call before uh, time flies here. Let's go to, let me refresh over here. Cause we got some talk. Oh, let's see. Let's go to um, Brendan wildcard line. Number two, Austin, Texas. Hello. Hey there, you're on the air. Hey, uh, so with the previous lady that had the husband that would turn, Art Bell had on the possessed uh, caller line that we had on the Art Bell vault recently, like if you're an insider, you can go and search that up. There was a caller that called who said that he turns into a beast at night and hides it from his wife. So that might be kind of interesting for you to listen to. But that's not why I called. The reason I called was uh, I'm kind of connecting this pattern. I just wanted to throw it out there to people for other people to comment in on it. I would love somebody else to call and talk about this some other night. But Art Bell lived over in Aqueduct, one of the biggest in the whole nation. And Whitley Strieber lives over in Aqueduct, one of the biggest in the whole nation. And I also live over the same Aqueduct as Whitley Strieber. Connie used to be over here uh, at San Antonio. And the yep. ET that I had seen had wet skin. And it makes oh. me think that, uh, like, they're inside of the aquifers, and we have all these cave networks throughout the country. And I just have a very, very strong suspicion that, that they're using the aquifers to settle in. And I had a question for you, Connie, because we're running out of time. Has anybody ever written about military abducting people other than Whitley Strieber? I know he talked about it a little bit, but has there ever been any other authors that talked about military abductions that were similar yeah. to ET abductions? Got to run, Brendan. Sorry I didn't get you earlier. Appreciate you calling in and everybody for open lines. And also uh, thank Anthony Sanchez for for writing in or, or talking with us earlier, too. Um, yeah, I, I have some stories about military abductions. And, yes, people I do know have written about that kind of thing, too. That will be another show, won't it? Thank, uh, thank our guests again. Thank you guys as well. If you enjoyed the show, please let us know by writing in. We love the positive emails. So from the foothills of the Colorado Rockies, I want to say many thanks to our team. And that is Julie Talbot, Bill May, Lisa Lyon, Tommy Danheiser, Dan Galani, Steve, uh, Stephanie Smith, Mike Cosio, Lex Lonehood. Sean Ledesur, Tim Benal, Gina Salvati, Donna Walker, Ryan Stacy, Chris Burles, Ian Punnett, Lisa Gar, Richard Searett, George Knapp, and of course, the man, George Norrie, the Coast to Coast AM team. Until we meet again, I hope you guys will join me on Blue Rock Talk. Go to my uh, website, ConnieWillis.com, because I would love for you to become a Blue Rocker. Until then, keep watching the night skies and continue with me to seek out the strange and uncover the unknown. For Coast to Coast AM, I'm Connie Willis.